it's amazing what happens when you set your intentions out there and how people just show up. Welcome to Starve the Doubts. I'm your host, Jared Easley. Today, you are lucky. I am lucky. We have Kim Bao from KimBao.co here with us. And she has a black eye, but you can't see that on the podcast. <laughs> I promise you, I have not done anything to hurt Kim. But Kim, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks Kim, why do you have a black eye? Do we need an intervention here? <laughs> is that where this podcast is going? It is. It's actually really funny when I'm walking around talking about trauma to triumph and I've got a black eye. Trauma to Triumph. So let's go there. That's a nice segue. What is that? Trauma to Triumph is my podcast. It's a podcast about empowering people to live better lives despite all of the obstacles. And at what point did you say, I need to start a podcast and then it needs to be this? It's kind of interesting how I ended up starting this podcast. Like I've always known that I've wanted to start a podcast. Mm -hmm. I love writing. I love, you know, talking. I just don't like being on video. So podcast is perfect. I agree with that. Yeah. You don't have to fix your hair. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I you can show wear, my sweats. You may or may not need to wear pants. <laughs> it just depends. <laughs> uh, let the record reflect that we are wearing pants and that our hair is fabulous. Right. Um, <laughs> just so you know. But yeah, that's pretty interesting. So you said, I'm going to do a podcast because I'm doing some writing, but I want to maybe try the conversations or the voices. So what framework is your podcast? Like, how do you set up a typical episode? Those kinds of things. So for me, I think about... Actually, so my previous life, I was a commercial lender. Okay. And one of the things that I loved was I always got to hear the greatest stories about, you know, their journeys into, you know, business and the things that they're really passionate about. And so some of these stories that I was hearing about, nobody ever really gets to hear about. And so I created this because the things that you have to overcome in order to start your own business is pretty amazing. Right. And so. I wanted to share my client stories. I wanted to share with everybody how they were able to overcome some crazy stuff to be able to do the work that they're doing. And can you share a specific example of that? Oh yeah. So I have, you know, one of one of my clients, she her husband had committed suicide. Mm. And she was raising four girls. One of them happened to be Ronda Rousey. And so you interviewed the mother of Ronda Rousey. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Just making that clear. Okay. Yes. No big deal. <laughs> That's just kind of how I roll. Go ahead. <laughs> but she's like a legitimate, you know, badass. And she uh, basically raised four girls to do some pretty incredible stuff. So as her husband had committed suicide and she was able to go and get her PhD, she was writing for, you know, academic journals and whatever else. And it's amazing that she's done the work that she's done. She's been inducted into the Hall of Fame. Yes. Her daughter's been inducted into the Hall of Fame. Her other daughter is like an ESPN journalist and just crazy stuff. But, you know, even with all of the things that life had thrown at her, she was able to create an amazing life. All right. So you personally, what's a story from your background that, that makes this particular topic resonate with you? Well, I'm a single mother. Okay. And I love fighting. And, you know, Ronda Rousey fan because she is really, you know, she's iconic. And for me, it's about, you know, raising kids and raising them in a healthy environment and really being passionate about that and still being able to live all the things that you're really passionate for, like a single mom at 38 years old wanting to fight. Like, that's not really normal. <laughs> it's not. That's that's why I kind of like, hey, this is cool. Uh, Kim, I'm a little worried for you, but I also uh, applaud your uh, adventure. So what are some things that you being a mother, you want to instill in your family based on some of these lessons that you're learning? I really want my kids to feel a sense of fearlessness. 
like first and foremost, fearlessness, and then also the ability to be very emotionally aware and emotionally intelligent. And the other thing is to know that they're safe in being able to express themselves. Well said. It's very clear when someone meets you, and then you let the record reflect that we've just met in person for the first time today, that you have a lot of strengths, but let's just be vulnerable for a little bit. What are you not as strong at? Like, What would you like to get better at? I would say I would love to get better at just about everything. But right now, I would say that the biggest challenge that I probably have is just knowing that everything's going to be okay. Well, what is your version of okay? Because some people are like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm curious what that is for you. So for me, like when I think about walking this journey and going, I've gone from like a corporate life to complete entrepreneur, like no man's land, right? Yeah, that's so, a big jump. Right. And so as a single parent, a full-time single parent, going from, you know, being a senior vice president to, okay, I'm going to go and like play in this creative space like really believing that I have the ability to be creative mm. and learning that in the last year, like realizing how much the corporate life had really stunted that I really had to believe that I was a creator. And I didn't realize how much of a creator I was until I actually launched my first podcast episode. <laughs> and you realize I'm a creator and I've got some opportunities to continue to be better at creating. Right. Uh, that was my experience anyway. Yes, for I, sure. That must have been a little bit of intimidating to say, okay, I'm going to go from this that might be perceived as comfortable to a place where maybe there's more opportunity, but it's not proven yet. What was that like for you? Really nerve wracking. Yeah. A little bit of like holding onto your stomach, mm. <laughs> making sure you go. So it's kind of funny because I had every intention. Like if you know anything about me, like whenever I decide to do something, I just go and do it and it's done. The problem with something like this is that it was such a different, it was going from left field to right field. And the biggest challenge that I had was that I had this goal of like launching in September. I just launched my first episode in December. <laughs> well, yeah. So <laughs> congratulations, by the way. Just the fact that you got that out, that's good. And you follow through. So I'm more of the fan of, okay, I'm going to work on this. And sometimes life happens and you got to push things back a little bit, but that didn't stop you from following through. So good for you. curious, what are some things that parallel or, or that are similar in preparing for a fight versus the entrepreneur experience and business growing? The thing is hand in hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, tell me about that. So what was really interesting, I think the biggest one that resonated for me. So a lot of times, like when you go into a fight and you're getting ready for it, it's about knowing that you've prepared, knowing that you've trained and knowing that you've done the work, right? And like learning how to trust into that, knowing that you know what your level of expertise is and being comfortable with it. But more importantly, knowing that it's a learning opportunity. So even if it doesn't go the way that you want it to, that you can sit back and say, hey, this is going to at least tell me some of the things that I need to go back and work on. So I would say that that was one. The other thing that was really big for me was learning that I control the pace, both in the ring and in my life. Mm. And so for me, learning that I control the pace, that I don't have to do what everybody else tells me to do was something really weird, especially coming from an institutional like atmosphere where like people tell you when you're supposed to go into work and when you're supposed to leave and everything else. So for me, knowing that I can control the pace and knowing if I wasn't going to make a deadline, the only person that I had to answer to was me. And then having to realize like, okay, if I'm not going to launch it in September and I'm launching December, you know, or should I launch in January? And it's like, what's the most important thing? And like having to come to these realizations for what's the message that I really want to have resonate and why and learning that the importance of that 
like supersedes the importance of like having to be number one. Well said. So we're stepping into a new year. I mean, it's January when we're recording this. And what are some things that you are focusing on this particular season that you want to see happen, you know, over the next several months? So the biggest one is that I've just recently cut off social media. Oh, tell me about that. So it's really interesting. You have to be on social media, don't you? That's what everybody says. That's what they say. Right. So it was funny. I went to my producer and I was like, I can't do social media anymore. It's like taking too much time away because as anybody knows, if you're preparing for a fight and I want a belt this year. Congratulations. I want multiple belts this year. But... <laughs> Way to be humble. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take one belt. <laughs> belt, plural. Belts. Okay. But I, I, I wanted a belt last year, but I ended up switching. So I want a belt this year and I'm training for that. But really more than that, I really wanted to have more bandwidth to be more present for my kids mm. because our job as parents only lasts for like the m- amount of influence that we have is a really set amount of time. And in order to be able to do that right, you have to be fully present. And I found that with social media, the attention residue wasn't really where I wanted it to be for my kids. Yeah. So and they were getting leftovers. I mean, it's vanity metrics for the most part. I mean, it really is. Right. Like, and yeah, it, there's some benefit, but I love the fact that your priorities are, yeah, you, you just mapped out what's more important and it's okay to not be on there or to take a break and, and still do what you need to do. Right. I love that, actually. Most people would be like, oh, that's heresy, you know, but it's not. (laughs) (laughs) It's called wisdom. (laughs) Right. Uh, Yeah, I love that. And so congrats on the balance. But I'm sure that comes with a cost. But do you have a lot of help here with the the family and stuff? I mean, is your family here? My family's here, but I actually do it by myself. Yeah, I Um, I can be busy. Yeah, I'm pretty particular about like the way that my kids are. Like, I'm very OCD just about everything. Like if you listen to my my podcast, if you listen to or if you watch the way that I train, if you, you know, watch the way I'm with my kids, like everything has monomaniacal details to it. So it's not something that I really leave to chance. Yeah. So. Nor should you. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. And I'm, I'm so glad uh, today we met and it's like, oh, you know this person. And I'm like, yeah, I know this person. So the person that we know in common is a previous guest of the show. It's Mike Kim. And so I got to ask, how did, you, how, did you, how did you meet Mike Kim? You, <laughs> and you kind of mentioned this earlier, but I, I want to share it here. I actually met Mike Kim. It is so crazy. I met him at, at, as a fluke at Date with Destiny. Okay. Which is a Tony Robbins event. Yes, yeah. it was a Tony Robbins event. <laughs> yep. But yeah, I met him at Date with Destiny and it happened to be that he was like, I was just exiting the corporate environment. And it's so funny how like when you throw things out there of what you want to accomplish, how you align yourself naturally, like unintentionally, just the things show up. And so I ended up meeting him at Date with Destiny and he tells me what he does. And he's like, oh, you should stop by and do this conference afterwards. And I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. Sure. <laughs> like, I don't know who you are, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. What <laughs> nice <you're>... try, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> what do you really want? <laughs> He's like, no, I promise I'm not a creeper. I'm like, um. no, I, I wouldn't. Uh, Mike's a lot of things, but I wouldn't call him that. Right. And so it was funny. I ended up like working or, you know, staying afterwards for his conference and getting to see what he does. Good. And he's just amazing. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that 100%. So that's as soon as you said Mike Kim, I was like, all right, she must be all right. <laughs> like, she's got a black eye and. <laughs> You know, that's a little strange, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll still accept you. So there's a couple of things I wanted to ask them. I'll, I'll let you get back to what you're doing. But first thing is there's people who are going to be listening saying, this resonates with me. I need to connect with Kim. What's the best way for them to check out what's going on and connect with you online? Online, it's going to be on my website. Okay. So it's Kim Bao, K-I-M-B-A-O dot co, not com, C-O. Right. 
That's so you're not going to find her on social media. So don't even yeah. try. Yes. <laughs> I just want people who are going to do real work. So <laughs> well said. And then we like to close out with final thoughts. Kim, what's a final thought? Final thought. It's amazing what happens when you set your intentions out there and how people just show up. Well said. Now, I'm not to rebuttal or play devil's advocate, but there have been times when I've set out intentions and they, <laughs> they were a big fat nothing. So uh, I think it's, it's kind of like that uh, that idea of uh, sitting there with a shovel and, and praying for a hole. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, I think people that have the intentions and stuff but actually take the steps toward and what they want to do is uh, the ones that are going to see results. You're clearly one of those people. I appreciate your example and look forward to getting to see you win some more, more titles and more in life. So congratulations. Thank you. 